1: Do Americans really care about the royal wedding? Oh, yes they like, do. Should I care about this?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, care in what sense though? That's the that's the thing.
1: Like I'm I'm looking all on social media and and just in the news and like this is a thing. Like mad people care about a big ass wedding happening in in another country.
0: I think there's 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 definitely like layers to why people care, um, but obviously like we're gonna get deeper into that. Yeah, I'm saving. I, I'm listen. I'm ready for this. I I can't lie. I was kind of I was kind of excited, and I mean I didn't wake up. I definitely recorded it and then watched it later because I ain't waking up that
1: early yeah, just to well, watch I, no wedding. But I, I woke up and my whole timeline was that like mad people. I I didn't know. I didn't know it was that last time I even thought about anything like this was like Princess Diana. Like I didn't think that that was still such a big thing but again i don't i'm i do men are men supposed to keep up with this kind of shit like i don't that's where i guess i'm lost at like i don't know where it's supposed to be but i I guess some
0: men yeah i guess because you know there's non-straight men care about it you know some do some don't yeah it just depends but anyway, All right. we'll get into that. Yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Aaron Ashley Simon.
1: Brandon Killaby H. All.
0: Welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast.
1: Yo, real quick before you start. So what? did you see that I twisted my head like this? Cause like I felt like it's Brandon Kill, you get know what I'm saying? Like I tried to put an, <laughs> an emphasis because I'm trying to match. We were talking about you earlier. Brandon Kilb yeah, H. Yeah, I'm trying to match your energy. You're always very <laughs> high and energetic, so I don't have that. So I normally just try to start in and go, I was like, hey, this is Brandon Kill of Try to put my little <laughs> my little spin into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yo, you'd be like that. you looking like one of those news like, hey, this is Charles mcgumford yeah, watching like, cbs I w- news I, w- like
1: <laughs> I, w- I was trying i failed <laughs> all right everyone's laughing in the room so I, I failed. that's fine
0: you gotta start off with high energy it's, yeah, it's how you start off and how you end yeah
1: but i i think we we agree that you're great at introducing the show and I, I do well ending the show i i'm trying to to do the intro but i so i'm, I'm stuck with the head nod that's where i'm at with life. Uh, yeah that's where i'm at with life so <laughs> all right i'm gonna uh, do that now yeah basically
0: So, we're talking about uh, Megan (laughs) Markle. No, your shit is mad
1: stiff. (laughs) At least I got a little swag to my shit. It's Brandon Killeley, (laughs) y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, a little bop to it. But that's weird. All right, pause. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're going to go ahead. Um, All right, so yeah. So, so school me. School me on this. You are a a, a black woman uh, living in America. Living just enough for the city. So, tell me what, um, why does this matter?
0: I think this matters because when you always looked at like royal, well, if you think about it, it's kind of like how when Barack Obama became the president over here Mm -hmm. for certain people, not even the U.S., but even outside, it has that kind of connotation and feeling to it. But I also think it's it's because we're in such a period of time where there's so much division and this and that, like Mm -hmm. seeing quote unquote black excellence or seeing, you know, a black woman doing something like this, kind of like infiltrating a Royal family, which isn't predominantly white at or predominantly black at all. And it's just kind of like, it's, it's great. It's like, you, you want to see this, this love, this realness, like this is love. Yeah. Like, the, the, the amazing thing that people have been saying is like Prince Harry and even Prince William—they epitomize Princess Diana. Okay. Princess Diana was shaking hands with HIV and AIDS patients when people thought you can catch it just from touching them. Yeah. You know, and so you you know that they've always they've been raised by their mother who believed on just. Being, just loving, people, just for loving people for who they are and I think are. now we need that like it's and I think people got excited about it too because obviously she's black and they're just yeah. like yeah a black person in the royal family yeah. and but yeah. I think what also it's like we're, there's so much negativity it's just like this is positivity this is pure love this is yeah. what probably Kanye was trying to say but he failed miserably like this is just pure love how do you know how long they've been together they've been seeing each other for a while since she was I think since she was on suits
1: okay because I, really, I really know nothing about them I, I i don't follow it um I, I think they look great they look you know she looks gorgeous he looks really good they they, they look happy mm-hmm. um and it, it it looked like the the wedding was you know a hit outside of just all of the other you know yeah. things that are right in your face as far as like the environment the the uh minister that spoke the band um so, I mean, it looks like they, they, they did really Yo,
0: well. It was, I can't lie, like, it was actually pretty dope. Like, I watched a bit of it. Like, they have everything from, like, a black pastor to uh, they had a black celloist. He's 19 years old. I think his name is, I think, Seku? I don't know. We're going to put it up on the screen. Um, but he did. They also had a black choir. hmm they had mad black excellence there. They had Oprah. They had Serena Williams, Idris Elba. Oh, wow. So yeah. it, was like, it was
1: like mad people there.
0: Yeah. So she really was like bringing like just amazing aspects of her black side there. Sure. And it's great because like it, it looked like Harry was uh, Harry was just like, you know what? I love you. We're going to do what you want to do. And she personally called the trellis And I'm sure she personally invited the other people. But just like. Mm-hmm. They said it was probably I think they said it was like one of, like it was the most diverse royal wedding that they've that they've seen which well, is amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at uh I was looking at some pictures but the original picture of him kissing her she he almost it almost looks like he has on a like it's not the the normal suit that would be worn for a a wedding like a, a tux yeah. you know what I'm saying like it looks like a military jacket of sorts.
0: Yeah, I was I was I was just waiting for the black pastor to get into it. He like can I get an Amen? <laughs> hallelujah. And then they just have the music go, hallelujah. Oh, yes.
1: What's happening right hallelujah.
0: now? Hallelujah. <laughs> like, I was just waiting for all that.
1: Wait, can you get back up and do that again?
0: Yes. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I was waiting for all of that. That yo, that, yo, if that happened dead as I would have been so happy because that it was so
1: royal wedding ever in life the
0: royal weddings are so traditional like even the fact that she like brought him in and brought certain aspects in like it was such a drastic difference yeah and I was just like yo if he just broke out into like one of those crazy sermons where you just feeling your body and soul I'm like they need that because some of them look like they're I don't know some of them look miserable, the out, life. They, look the miserable out. they look miserable lives out just there and up. I'm just <laughs> like yo, but I You know what, I I like it because it's like, and and I never really cared about royal weddings. Like I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't really care about the Prince William's one, but the reason why I like actually am happy for this is because this, it just shows you the progress. Like think about it, these families are very particular with who marries who, who comes into the family, who gets what position. And and these are families that have have been ruling for years, generations decades, generations. generations, generations, and then to see someone come in who's not the typical Dutch Duchess or typical princess or anything like that, just come in just off of pure love, mm-hmm. like, yo, times are changing, shit yeah. is changing, and and I like that, and I want, and like it it shows that it it shows that in life, especially as a woman, you know there there are men even men who are in higher positions that are going to appreciate women and not like be like oh well, you got to be a stay at home mom like they'll appreciate the fact that she had her own shit yeah. she was an actress she had her own shit she was doing a lot of philanthropic things and, and I like that, it's like the caliber of women that are starting to get in certain positions, it's like, that's the kind of women that you want people to aspire to be. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times you see certain things with reality TV shows and stuff, and not like to hate on those women, but like, people think that like, oh, you gotta be ratchet to be successful. You're gonna be this way, you're gonna be that way, or be a certain way for a man to love you. Like I've had times where my own friends would ch- uh, change the, who they are for a certain man to love them. Yeah. And it's just like, no.
1: Well, you, I, think, I think in certain aspects, and this may be off the spectrum, but at times you do naturally change, or, well, not, yeah, actually, not no, change. Co- you no, know, it's, it's different. It's compromise. Compromise, it's compromise, compromise yeah. yeah it's compromise and adjustment. So, yeah, scratch that. I wouldn't have won that battle. Um, I, what I like about it, um, not really knowing that much on the surface, I love interracial relationships. It shows growth. It shows that people can get out of their old habits and or not be or, or fall victim to someone else's yeah. beliefs or, or wisdoms passed down from generation to generation. Like, I love when people like that break the cycle of negativity
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, between ethnicities and, and races and stuff. So that that type of shit is always amazing to me. Um, I'm curious as to know, like, what their dynamic is. Because I know I'm sure they're... I'm assuming they're very private. Like, I wonder... Yeah, they if, were know,
0: always private. Like, people didn't... like. The public, I mean, there was rumors, but the public really didn't know the full scope of their relationship until like they came out and were like, yes. And they did like a full, like actual, like legit announcement through um, his his royal family and everything like that, That's which crazy. is pretty crazy. And they yeah. they literally did an announcement because when they found out that they were that they were dating, there were people like obviously being racist, and they sent out a message saying like, This is it. He loves her, deal with it. Basically. Yeah. And I love that. I'm like, yo, they they literally like, yo, shut up. This is who he loves, and from what I heard, like he he does love her. Like he cares about her. Like he was, I think he was upset because she was upset about the stuff that was going on with her family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, that's that's a real marriage. Like that is a real love that so they so, have.
1: So these are marriage goals or relationship goals. I. Is, is that still a thing? Because you know well, how many people have died, in like, in relationship-wise? You know what I'm saying? Like, where the relationship has just ended. Are we still rolling with uh, these are relationship
0: goals? I think, that's, I think that's an overused word. Kind of like influencer or, you know, something along those lines. I think that's an overused word because, like, marriage goals, like, everyone has to understand that their marriage is going to be different. Yeah. So you can't try and force... You know, look at someone else's marriage and then try to uh, epitomize that into mm-hmm. your own marriage, and you don't really know what's going on with their marriage either. I just think that like people should just strive for pure love and pure happiness. And if you see that, and if you think that is goals, great, because that's something that everyone should universally definitely, feel. Definitely. But I think the problem is when people are like, "Oh, he got a Benz and she got a hundred grand." Marriage yeah, goals, they're independent. I'm just like. Yeah. I just think marriage school should
1: just be love and happiness. I agree. Love and happiness. Oh, hey, okay, bro. Well, speaking of, you know, just shit like this, um, Meek Mill. Yes. Keeping up with him. Um, he was scheduled to go to the White House to talk about prison reform, um, and Jay Z talked him out of it. That's smart. I, I originally when I when I originally read it, I I didn't agree with it. I said, wow, it's a great opportunity. But then I looked at it like it probably wouldn't be good. Number one, because uh, it's Trump mm-hmm. and, you know, he's not you know, he's really not for black folks like that. So why are you going like you? How, how much how much are you, are you going to really get done? talking to him
0: (laughs) but i mean we've all seen like for example he already sat down with the kids from the school that got shot up in florida yeah and nothing has really changed so it's just kind of like you know i I think jay basically said to him like listen you're not going to get anything out of this meeting probably so you might as well start from the ground you know i think i think people are starting to realize like it, there's only so much that you can. There's only there's only so many conversations that you can have with a person or have with someone like Trump. Yeah. If things do not change, like
1: it's never gonna it's change. never gonna
0: change. So you have to kind of figure out like what are you like what are you gonna do on the ground yourself? Yeah. And maybe this is something where like he you know JC had that conversation where he's like yo if you go he's just gonna politicize you and say like oh look at my look at all these black people coming to talk to me like yeah and you know it's just like it's not gonna be helpful to him it's it's only gonna further help trump's whole you know assessment and and, and look i mean they did they, they did it to kanye yeah so they probably saw that they're like damn yeah we're not having that happen well, to well, us that's what
1: he said he said uh, meek mill said i was originally scheduled to be a part of a panel prison uh, reform at the white house to help shed light on issues within the system unfortunately the fo- uh, focus turned to president and myself, which concerned me that it might take away from yeah. creating a positive result from today's discussion. Yeah. Um, as a result of that, I decided not to attend uh, so that the focus would be solely on fixing our prison system. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, I remain fully committed to improving our criminal justice system, which I think is dope. I think yeah. um, him understanding, again, his, his platform and the president's platform mm-hmm. and understanding how that would pretty much overshadow his actual goal, yeah. he put aside. Like, how many people could really say? I'm sure that just in my brain, I'm sure there's plenty of people uh, that probably are black that if they had a yeah. chance to meet the president, they would go. They they wouldn't care. They would put all of any, yeah. anything aside just to say, "Yo, I met the president." Yeah. He's saying, "Well, no, I have a greater purpose, and I'm really trying to achieve yeah. something. And I don't really, if 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 I can't achieve my goal by yeah. speaking with him, I don't I don't want to speak with him. I don't feel the need to speak with him. So, I think that that's pretty dope.
0: The great. Uh, and, and and I'm and I'm saying this in a certain aspect. The great thing about Trump being in office is that people are starting to really realize that you can't solely com- like complain and 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 put so much power into the government to change things. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, not to say that that hasn't happened with other presidencies. I mean, of course, there's. So many presidents that people probably have talked to expect change to happen, and it didn't. But I think that because Trump's in office, there's such there's such more transparency, mm-hmm. and there's more focus, and people are really realizing, like, yo, we can't depend on our government sometimes yeah. to make certain changes. We can't, because—
1: Isn't like, that sad, though? Like, it, really think about it. <laughs>
0: but, I mean— that's the problem with the checks and balance system. Because even if we, I mean, there's pros and cons to it. There's pros and cons to the checks and balance. There's pro obviously to make sure no one becomes a dictator. Yeah. But then there's it's cons because then sometimes shit doesn't get done. Because everyone has their own opinions and feelings. But I think like now it's like, I think these celebs and certain people are realizing like, yo, we can't be going to, like we have a problem. We're going to have to figure out how we can change it ourselves or build up enough attention or build up enough cry that they're forced to have to do something.
1: Well, that's the other thing too. I find interesting is that um with a platform like the president's and and you have that opportunity it's bad when you you turn away that opportunity like you don't even feel comfortable going to the leader of the free world to have a conversation about building and about fixing a broken system that 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 speaks volumes to me you know what i mean you should be able to uh especially when 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 he is i guess trying to have that relationship. And not for nothing, I'll give Trump credit for at least inviting Meek there and, and at least trying to have a dialogue. Yeah. I just don't think that... Uh it it would have done any justice. I I think he probably would have been using uh, Meek as a pawn, in a sense, just to gain, like, hey, I have somebody else. I already have Kanye. I have somebody else in pocket that I can really talk to um, that taps into the urban market that maybe can try to push these goals in my agenda that I have. And I think it's sad that you you can't really depend on the leader of the free world at this point.
0: I mean, honestly, like I said, the best thing that's happened in the situation is transparency. Because people may just say, oh, this is, you know, with like the whole fact about like our government not reacting to certain things. They may just say it's solely a Trump thing. No, it's not. There have been previous pre- presidents that said they're going to do stuff and then they never did it. Yeah. So I think like now it's like people are really seeing like, oh, wow, like...
1: Can't really depend. Can't on
0: really government. depend entirely on it. Like you can't just be like, you know, like... You you, you can't just like, just cry and, and go to the president and talk and talk and talk. There's only so much. Like you have to have action. And especially like... Action and talk that are together brings power. Like those kids who are, who are advocating for, uh, you know, gun control mm-hmm. and gun reform and everything like that, like they may be talking to the president, but they're still, having action behind they're still pushing behind yeah, it. Yeah. And I just think that like people are starting to realize like, yo, we can't depend on him. Like we ourselves are gonna have to do it ourselves or find a way to come together to do it ourselves. Yeah. And I, I I love that. I think it's it's developing more of an environment for us to be actively motivated, and actively doing things within our community and doing things to better improve the situation, you know, because, you know, Trump's they're not going to I mean, they're not going to do certain things. They're yeah. not
1: speak. Speaking of the pending, segwaying a little bit. Yeah. That's um, going back to last week, we talked a lot about Hove and, and Meek, obviously covering his, his, his uh, legal fees. Do we find it a little odd that uh, Rick Ross is a little quiet right now? Like there 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 isn't any real at least. To my knowledge, I don't really see much support from MMG to Meek, like from Ross. Like if you remember when raw when when Meek was was uh, locked up, he did a lot of free Meek. That ev- everyone did it yeah. at that point. I, I just find it very odd. I don't see the support. Um, like Meek didn't mention um, Ross. Helping with legal fees. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I wonder. I just and I don't know if anything is there. I, I, I doubt it. But I just found it interesting. Like maybe it's
0: just a situation where Jay Z is like, I'm gonna take it from here. Maybe it's something that he had to come in because, like, think about it. Like, did Meek really have anyone to really like? Well, okay, it goes back to what we talked about with Cardi B. Like having people in your corner that can that can check you, that can keep you straight, You yeah. know, like keep you straight on, on straight line. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had maybe Jay had to be like, Yo, I'm gonna take it from here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure he's aligned and he's good, mm-hmm. you know? So it could be that situation where he just came in and just, you know, told Rick Ross, like I got it from here. Yeah. You know? It's possible. Or maybe it could just be what you said, but I don't, uh, know. I don't know. I mean that's I, very I, interesting. I just
1: found it interesting. It is. I found it interesting. It it's very he's very quiet right now, Ross, and I don't know what the focus is. I, I it could be totally off basis. He could have done a million things that we are yeah. not privy to. But yeah,
0: why is Usher leaning to Jay Z and not Kanye? Yeah,
1: I don't know. That's
0: that's just, <laughs> that I, I found that. <laughs> um,
1: but I I just thought it was interesting, especially on in that Breakfast Club interview. Yeah. um, Circling back to it, he he spoke, but he he briefly grazed over Rick Ross and spoke more about Hove, and I guess maybe because that's his management so maybe i don't know i don't know i I just found it to be a little weird i still find it weird um just what's happening with them so i you know just keeping keeping an eye on that um but yeah just summing up the whole meek shit going to the the white house kudos to him i'm I'm happy you didn't go um know your platform know that you do have power and know that you don't have to go to the dark side just to try to get some shit done you know what i'm saying like that's that's fine well
0: i think what's happening is like when it comes to certain things i think people are handling the situation as if it was a traditional republican president but it's Mm -hmm. not like we we all have to realize that trump becoming president it's it's a very different situation like everything from his campaign to how he became president like it's not what usually happens so you can't really handle like have we ever seen a president utilize twitter as much as he has no yeah social media no yeah. you know so it's like we can't we can't treat the situation as if it's any typical republican president or republican candidate we kind of have to look at it that's, in a different that's lens thing too
1: he doesn't even move he, he's, he's so not presidential to me Oh, of course like when not. Like he, when he when he delivers State of the Union uh, messages, when he, when he when he delivers just uh, pressing news things that are happening around the world, he's not very presidential. Like he doesn't carry himself with with a certain type of swag. And uh, is swags a thing? Side swag? No, swags not him. No, I don't know. All right, whatever. I'm trying to. I'm trying Good to. Silence. I was talking about this on Twitter. I'm trying to bring myself up to speed with, with certain things. I'm so out of it with that. But. I um, got the juice. Well, I'm going to say swag. I don't, I don't really care what you guys think. Swag. But he, I, I do think that there is a certain level of swag. Like pre- President Obama, when he spoke, um, and even the, down to the way he walked, he was always very smooth, but he's naturally a smooth guy. Yeah. And not to say that Trump will ever be that smooth. But as far as delivering pertinent information to the, to the country, yeah, there's a certain way you gotta go about it. You know what I mean? Like, there shouldn't be any ums in your sentences. There shouldn't be you bringing up old shit about, uh, you know, other candidates that you yeah. ran against. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a certain level of of coof when you're you're above that. And I don't, I just don't think that you'll ever get that from him. He's he's not very conventional.
0: But I mean, there's nothing about him becoming president is a usual thing yeah, like that's what yeah, i'm saying like yeah. we can't treat this situation as, as if as like oh well you know previous present like even the way that he did his campaign like no yeah. we haven't seen anyone do anything like that so it's just kind of like even the way we address any situation even sometimes how we address situations with him it's like we kind of have to look at it from like, not focusing too much on what past presidents have done and focusing on just, like, what is he doing now? Because yeah. it's just, like, it's, it's hard. I would say, I mean, the the only thing that you can really say is the last time we had an entertainer that was a president was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. But aside from that, like, a lot of the other people were lawyers or they were raised within the politics, the politics mm-hmm. field. You know, or, their, or their parents were presidents. Yeah. And they were obviously coming up in, in that aspect. It's like him, it's like, we've never seen this shit before.
1: Yeah. I don't know, and uh, I'm just counting down the years, <laughs> keeping it a buck. I'm really just counting down the years. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I, I don't pay normally, and I'm not really uh, big into political parties. You know, I, I don't really get into that because I, I feel like both sides can be a little twisted and, and can it be can. manipulative, but... Um, I'm so far not even paying attention to anything that's happening within the government now, just because I can't take. I just can't take it. The news is depressing. He's depressing. It's all depressing.
0: I think. Well, there's certain things we have to pay attention to, like the fact that fucking North Korea is like well, getting yeah, pissed off and shit. Like yeah, I'm just well, like, well, shit like that. Dog. Yeah. The the
1: the major the major things like that are are like, you gotta pay attention
0: to. Right. And then Russia now like turning on him. Man, it's just,
1: yeah, it's just this
0: shit is crazy. This I is just...
1: this is really like an episode of 24. If anyone's ever seen 24, mm-hmm. I, love, I love 24. 20, 24 is like one of my favorite. And shows. House
0: of Cards. And
1: House of Cards. Hundred, and you know, House of Cards and, too. If, I swear, this really, really reminds me of House of Cards. It is. If, if for those that well, mm-hmm. we're not for Kev, uh, Kevin Spacey anymore, so we're not watching that. But when you were watching it, yeah, it it, it really reminded me about. Kevin Spacey's character in House of Cards and how he manipulated yeah. all of the parties to, so he can be in office and it it really is reminiscent of that. So that's actually a really good. Yeah,
0: point. and how he stepped on people yeah. to get ahead and yeah. yo, I I still oh my god, the the scene where he pushed the reporter in front of the subway train, that yeah. still shit is stuck yeah. in my head. When that happened, I was like, "Oh shit."
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that whole that whole scheme why'd they have to go into that Yo, dead story?
0: ass now, ever since I saw that God, scene, man. I don't stand near the line anymore because I'm yeah. like, damn, y'all, I don't want nobody pushing me from no subway.
1: <laughs> well, call me this is off, but um I don't stand by drains or subways just because yep. of the movie It. I'm serious. I'm serious So yeah, oh, hold on. Wait, so y'all- you're
0: more worried about a clown coming up saying Come, come play with me. Have and you, then not on. like a person, like a crazy person pushing you in front of a subway.
1: Yeah, but just with me. Do y'all not remember the movie, the original yes, Stephen yes. King movie? Do you remember what happened when he was walking, the kid was walking by the drain? And he, yeah. ra- I'm, I'm, I'm scared of that. I don't walk in crates.
0: So there's people in the sewers that are just going to grab you.
1: Maybe. that I don't I do not do that. And I think I mentioned this before, but I can't watch Dead Presidents either. Why? Because when um, the, I watched that movie at such a young age yeah. and I watched it late one night and um, I just remember their black faces being covered. And mm. when they got killed, it was spooky to me. Like when, when he's running in the, in the alleyway and the car fucking smashes him and all you see is his face just like bulging out like that was scary mm. to me. So I, it, I, I found it hard for me to, to uh, watch this.
0: You know what? I get it. If you're if you watched it as a kid, I understand it because that shit scars you for life. Like I freaking I freaking um, watched Chucky. Yo, I dolls nabi, especially yeah. dolls that talk nabi. I I don't care because I always feel like when you're especially those antique dolls, those antique dolls, they have a tendency to like freaking watch you. Yeah, like you move from one room to the other, you're like, wait, did his head turn?
1: That's just spooky. I was never scared of a Chucky though. I love, I want, I still to this day would would buy a Chucky doll.
0: Well, the Chucky doll itself is not scary. I'm talking about just like the Chucky doll made me like concern not concerned but scared of like them antique dolls like uh was what it what's that scary movie is it is it Isabel? What's that movie? With a doll. Annabelle. 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 Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck no. that. No. Did you know there's actually a haunted, it's like a haunted island or a haunted area where it's just filled with a bunch of dolls? I know. And they said that the dolls, like, turn their heads and do look at you and stuff you like that? Do not
1: remember episode seven or whenever that was? I stay away from anything haunted.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you're there, but I'm just saying, did you know, like, they actually have a haunted oh, island no, yeah. with dolls and well, dolls, like, turn well, and stuff? Well, after my
1: whole experience, I did... Uh, I know about mad areas like that just like, because I was I was curious with that whole experience. Um, yeah. So. Mm-mm. Yeah, but no dolls here, son. Yeah, no dolls. Fuck that, especially uh, the ones that talk. They They'd
0: be like, "Hey, Aaron.
1: <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. yo,
0: what was that one? There's a uh, uh, Furby. What's that one? Is that Furby? I don't know what it was. There was that. It was like the when um. It was like back in like the '90s or early 2000s. They had the dolls. Yeah, and it's like hi aaron and they'll yeah. talk to me like oh my gosh any, any why aren't doll, you playing with me
1: talking to me that that's an issue for me
0: yeah i used to like take out the batteries put them in my closet and then even if when i did that and they started talking or something crazy i'm like no yeah, we're fuck that chopping shit. this shit up
1: off, um i'm throwing it out gonna say, yo can we can we just take a moment to just highlight how ill angie martinez is guiding interviews and and making her guests feel extremely comfortable
0: Angie Martinez is honestly.
1: I wish you would return my text message. <laughs> oh <laughs> I've been my god. texting you for weeks, Angie. Goddamn.
0: She's one of the best. She's honestly, she's one of the best hip hop interviewers. She really she is. is. Like she,
1: she is the perfect person.
0: Oh yeah, interviews. Well, she's definitely. I wouldn't say she's the best for interviews in general. There's some. There are some.
1: Well, no. For but uh, conver- good. Yeah, Conversation. Thank you, Kyle. Conversation. She's top five. She I would say top five she's conversationalists top five. that I really look forward to when she has these moments that she had with J Cole. Yeah, like to get someone to to feel so comfortable, even when when she had the conversation with um with mace She's had a lot of high profile, of course, because it's Angie. But yeah, I mean, more recently she's had some of the more groundbreaking interviews that. You know, you just kind of look at differently. Like yeah. she asks the, the very different questions and it makes our guests feel extremely comfortable.
0: Well, an, so Angie's one of the when I came up in the journalism field, Angie was one of the people that I I studied.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, one thing that like especially we're taught in journalism is that like when you want to ask a question, but you but you know, they may not answer. It's all about how you word it. It's all about how you put it together it's it's even all about how you like how you lead up to that question yeah. and how she does it like you could tell that it's very conversational but there's purpose and there's reason towards why she's say, saying a certain way why yeah. she's doing a certain way like she's one that i studied when i got into the music media field um i mean sports obviously there's different people with sports but from when i when i got into music media i studied her i studied rob markman um there's a few others but like just if you really pay attention like there's purpose and reason behind everything, but yeah. she does it in a way where it's just so conversational. You get lost, you basically get lost in the combo.
1: Well, well, this is the thing. And I, I looked at her interviews and I looked at and then I went back and watched the the Charlemagne and Kanye interview again. Mm. There's certain questions that Charlemagne asks where you can you you directly know what he's trying to get to and you can kind of weed through. It. It's like, yo, so I don't know, what, what was the medication that you took? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where Kanye's like, Nick, I ain't about to answer that. Like, no. Yeah. I feel like if Angie would have asked that, it would have been different. Like, yeah, I know medications fucked me up. Like, the medication I was using, yeah. you know. So, like, she's she can guide people better to, to get more information out of them. And that's not a knock towards Charlamagne. I just, yeah. I, I just, it's really cadence to her her genius.
0: Interviewing is an art form. I always tell people that it is an art form. There are some people that are meant for it and really good at it, and yeah. then there's some that aren't, aren't quite there. The same way that there are certain people that can really talk their way out of anything and everything that's an art form yeah definitely. and and that's why like for her she's the kind of person where she can have the conversation she can interview people but she can get answers without even asking the direct question yeah definitely. it's like she lets them talk and that's another problem that a lot of people have when they're interviewing people they don't let them talk yeah the one rule we uh one rule we learned was there's so much power to silence. Definitely, like people feel so uncomfortable with silence that they feel the need that they have to fill it in yeah, more. Definitely. So e- when someone stops talking,
1: we you lear- just don't we, just we, don't we, say anything. We learned that early on, yeah. I guess. Like we would ask one question and they they would just yeah. go. Yeah, like, you just
0: stop, and then when they finish their answer, you just don't say anything, yeah. and then they they they're like, oh, this it feels awkward to them, so they're gonna fill it in with more, and then you can kind of go. Like there's like I said, there's there's an art form, there's a psychology, and there's even like just like it's all about who you are, too. Yeah. You know, there's some people that are meant to be great interviewers. And there's some people that just, you know, they do it. But, you know, they're not at the caliber of, like, Angie Martinez yeah. or anything like that. So that's why it's very impressive, like, what she does.
1: So what did you learn from Cole? Because I learned a lot from Cole. I've, I've, yeah. I've said a, a lot that I don't really check for Cole's interviews just because I feel like he's very he's very monotone. He's not really uh, He's not really exciting to me. And I know that he's not that type of artist. Yeah. But with that said, I think um, I got a, a really better understanding of him. Yeah. Like between listening to his message, between listening to the interview and then between listening to how he, he, he just views things, I get the why he is. It's probably one of my favorite interviews.
0: Yeah. He um well the one thing I always tell people is usually the interviews where people find it so boring and they don't pay attention to, there's so much context yeah. in it. Um the one thing that really stood out to me that I really enjoy. Uh, or really liked what he said was how why are we focused on mental health? It takes for someone to go into like a loony bin or something like that in order for us to even have conversation about mental health. Mm-hmm. Why are we having these conversations before that person even gets to that point? Yeah. And I think he was, you know, that was part of the conversation with when he was discussing this stuff with Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then like I also like the fact that how he talks about how he like meditates and that's helping him and I just think that like there's certain things especially stigmas that we need to just get rid of. Like there are famous people that have mental health problems. And mental health not in the sense of they're crazy but they deal with anxiety yeah, they deal they with depression.
1: that was the one thing not to cut you oh, off no, you're fine. um i would have never thought that he was dealing with that with
0: someone as calm and collected as he is y- yeah y- you get what i'm
1: saying like yeah. he is always super calm like you you never see him even when he's performing he, he performs a certain way and he has a certain level of energy obviously that he gives performing but yeah i would have never thought in a million years that he deals with anxiety issues and depression and all this other stuff that he that he's been talking about yeah, it's more and with 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 a hint of addiction. Like he started feeling yeah. himself needing substances just to have fun. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah,
0: I mean the thing with anxiety though is like that's that's becoming more prevalent and, and more. Um, more people are having that. And it, part of it is, like, the change in the work schedules, the change in yeah. the, how the family yeah. lives are compared to how it used to be yeah. and just certain things. Like, you know, I deal with a little bit of anxiety, not to the point where, like, I have to be dependent on pills, but, like, what he was saying about meditation, I have to do meditation. I have to do certain meditation practices in order to keep myself at bay, keep myself calm. And I and I, and I I understand him. I, under, I understand the aspect of, you know, the the having to be dependent on things in yeah. order to just feel even some level of calmness or some level of, you know, just uh, equilibrium.
1: Yeah, I also found it very interesting that, uh, you, you said it earlier, when he talked about, uh, like, celebrities, I also found it interesting that he himself doesn't want to be a false prophet and mm-hmm. doesn't really want there to be, like celebrities like he said he feels like there's gonna come a time where there aren't any celebrities like there's just gonna be people walking around which i i don't know how we would get there yeah like i think i would have loved uh to for him to go a little bit more in depth and i know he said he was going to just off air with angie on his beliefs but that's so interesting to me to hear someone say that yo i I think in a few years from now there won't be any celebrities like what will there be (laughs)
0: I mean, that's kind of hard, though, to say because like they're not saying everyone, but some of us are we're just trained to idolize and to put certain people up on pedestals. Like the reason why I I never do that is because my parents never raised me to idolize someone in that capacity. They Mm -hmm. said the only person that you should look up with such a high, mighty feeling is God himself. That's the only person.
1: Well, well, yeah, I I think about that. Right. Because I don't put anybody on that pedestal um but well except for kobe he's the mama but outside of that (laughs) i I don't put anybody on that pedestal but i think there's levels of that like to be able to um to be able to appreciate like certain artists for their artistry yeah you you kind of in in in, in, a, in a mix of things like I'm sure people look and he mentioned it um, people look at him as a prophet of sorts yeah. but I think you can you can view people like that just because of the simple fact that you're you know you're, you're changing someone's life through yeah. experiences and through expression and through music I think there's there's so many different layers of it I just don't I would I would have loved to just hear like where his, his brain is at right now with just not even pe- those types of people not even existing.
0: I think people, I mean, it, what you were saying, celebrities in a nutshell are just talented or very business savvy people that have gained the attention of the masses. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's kind of like in high school where you have the popular kids. The popular kids are only popular because most of the masses claim that they're popular. Mm-hmm. Some of them are also popular because they're talented and gifted, and some of them are just popular because
1: it is what it it is, is, you know?
0: So I think, like, when you, like, a lot of times, like, I always tell people, especially, like, when, you know, I have, um, people who are asking me but like how how did you get into interviewing people and how do you handle like I just they're just people who are just talented. Yeah. That's it. They're just people who are talented who just got backing supporting and just mass
1: support. But it's like exposure. Like not everyone can deal with that. Like, you know, being around celebrities, people that you see on T V and you know I, mean? I, 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 I always no, I, understand I, that. I, I
0: get that. But yeah. it's like you have to that's okay, it kinda goes back to um you know, I had a discussion with someone because um, they didn't like your your comment on the last episode with about Kanye and just, mm-hmm. like, what he was saying. And, you know, they Who, were like...
1: Can you tell me his name?
0: You can, you, you can go on my gram. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um,
1: Fuck you. I don't know. No,
0: no, no. But, like, just, like, you know, I had a conversation with someone. And I was like, you know, for me personally, I had to... I felt a certain way about, obviously, the slavery thing. Like, that, that TMZ thing was crazy. But, like, even before when he started talking, like, we always are basing our feelings and thoughts of people or things on reactionary. Well, wait. Like, wanna, reactionary now responses. Now I want to know what, he
1: said, what, what was said. Like, what did no, basi- say? No, but, uh, okay,
0: so basically along the lines, it was just, and, and whoever's listening, if you're listening, like, we're not throwing shade. I'm just showing a no, little yeah, context. I, I just want to know. I don't um, really care. Just like, you know, I, I was saying it was when you said that there was something great that Connie said before. Oh,
1: I stand by that. And I don't, I don't care what you but think.
0: people I were like, that. but this, they, but they're only stuck on the slavery thing. Yeah. And, and you know what? And okay. I and I said to my and I said to them, I was like, you know what? I said, yeah, that slavery thing was crazy. I said, but when I looked at certain context of what he was saying prior to that and what other people were saying, I started to understand. Yeah. And I had to push my own reactionary feelings aside. I said a lot of times we base our opinions off of reactions. reactions. I said, yeah. like for example, Azalea Banks, she, what she said was legit it's legit i just said that she's not the person who should be saying it she's not the appropriate messenger but i think we have a tendency to just be so reactionary and even reactionary to like how we respond to celebrities Mm -hmm. how like if a celebrity came by we'll be like oh my god not even thinking or feeling like okay are they taking their daughter to class are they doing something with family like i've seen times where people were so reactionary to seeing a celeb that that celeb is having dinner and seeing their family for the first time in months and it's just but, like
1: but that's the thing too i, I factor in when, when you look at someone like a kanye or azalea banks or just people of that stature that yeah. are trying to they're, they're they're fighting to to get something out yeah and i think uh it's only right to kind of do your due diligence to at least weed through especially doing what we do you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't know that many people know that there were multiple clips of that kanye rant yeah like tmz chopped the shit out of that one thing where you just have even even uh the the dude what's his name um the the dude that spazzed on kanye uh fuck what's his name I, well, we, we well, you guys seen it pops this. up. Boop. Yeah, I, I can't, I, <laughs> I, I, can, I can't remember, but um, even his uh, his speech to Kanye was cut off. Yeah. like there was, there's a whole.
0: dialogue yeah Yeah,
1: gap of dialogue that's missing from there that's what i'm basing i'm not basing it off of that one thing so yeah i stand by that i don't don't really care
0: but what i had the the conversation i had with that person i was like he's he's showing us how we're so reactionary to things that we oppose i said take i said take out the tmz thing i said yeah that i thought that was a little bit crazy but even when i watched the full interview i even i still disagree with that stuff but take that all aside even when he started initially saying things we were instantly just reactionary and just Good. instantly like, but it's like, we need to, sometimes we need to listen listen to people that we don't agree with in order to understand or get some context or to have a different perspective. Have perspective. Like, and I said, I said, remove the extreme people, remove the racist people. I said, there are people that are just ignorant based off of personal experiences Definitely. who can be changed from simple dialogue and conversations. And I was like, and we have, and, and, I, and the example I showed was, look, You and I are having a dialogue conversation. You don't agree with what we said or what I said, and I don't entirely agree with what you're saying. But we're having a dialogue, and we're actually coming to a certain understanding when it comes to things. I said that's missing this day and age, and I said that's the one thing that you you can definitely take away from this Kanye thing is how we're so reactionary based, and and we could be having these dialogues and conversations that could help us get certain people to an understanding or help us get ourselves to a certain understanding to reach a higher plane when it comes to conversation dialogue. You you
1: gotta you gotta be open to. Those types of conversations, oh, I, yeah. I think, especially as I've gotten older, I've, I, w- I, used, I used to always be very reactionary. Yeah, like, I very, was uh, as a kid, too. You know yeah. what I'm I was very reactionary. I, w- I used to w- take things to heart like it's If you just take a second yeah. and you don't even have to uh, listen to the message. Mm-hmm. Or or really understand the message, I should say. But, yeah,
0: you never listen. <laughs> yeah, listen.
1: But if you just take a second to listen to the message and scale back all of the other shit that's happening in it, yeah. you should 100% be able to pick apart things that could matter or, yeah. or, or may make sense. I just think that that's logical thinking. I know that, uh, you know, common sense is not common. I know that logical thinking is not always yeah. common either. So I, I get that, but I don't really care. But, I mean... Um
0: I you know what I I had I learned that aspect of it when I think the problem is a lot of times is some of us are not um we're we're not taken out of our comfort zone or we or we're not in areas or situations that are diversified. Yeah. So like for me I had to learn that when I moved to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. When I went to school in Kentucky, different dynamics, mm-hmm. different mindset, different way of thinking. And I really had to sit back sometimes and be like, you know what, like there were times where certain people asked me, is your hair real or are you wearing a weave? And of course, I would, you know, originally I would be like, what the fuck? I did that. But then after having a conversation with someone, I had to realize that coming to Kentucky, University of Kentucky, was the first time that this person has ever seen a black person live
1: Ever. It, and on top of it, I would think, all right, that must mean, you know, I'm, I'm looking high. you checking me out. But like. no, but, it,
0: it, for, but for me, it's just like it, like my reactionary aspect is the fact that like all black women have to have a weave. You know, it's like oh, a more generalized a, thing. A, I but when I, I had a, some I for this person, I realized, OK, they're not there's. I always tell people there's a difference. There's a difference between racist and ignorance. Yeah. There's some people who are ignorant because they aren't they just haven't been around certain things. And I had to realize, you know what? I'd rather this person ask me a question than go throughout their entire life continue to be ignorant. So I was like, you know what? I have to take my reactionary feelings back and answer this person's question because this is the first time that they've ever in person are dealing with black people. There are certain communities and and towns in Kentucky, it's all white people. You know? Hmm. And, and, and... That's just how it is, but uh, you know, I just think that like we're in a period of time where like everything is so reactionary. Like there, there are sometimes people react to things on Twitter without the full information or context, and they just react because everyone else is reacting. Yeah. But they don't say, and once they realize, oh, and they and they find out more info, oh.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So to the person that you were talking to, I stand by my, my statement. I, I don't really care. Um, but <laughs>
0: more combos, more dialogue. Yeah, that's all yeah, we need. Yeah,
1: that, that that's really the point of this. Think objectively is, is my way of thinking, especially now as I get older. I, I, I yeah. like to be able to uh, dissect things that are happening, actions, beliefs, words, all of that. I like to be able to dissect it and inform my own opinion or take something from it. I think you can learn from any experience, good, bad, or indifferent. You can 100% learn from it, So, and that's my thing. Um, but back to Cole, and now segueing from the Kanye, what I also learned from this interview is that he, he clearly didn't take... Well, to Kanye posting his conversation and all that shit, and yeah, you know, I wouldn't I either. I don't think anybody would at that point. Like you, you think you're having a candid conversation, yeah. Um, and it, I thought it was interesting too, um, because you can tell that he was let down. Number yeah. one, because he was a huge Kanye fan. Number two um he said you know at least it seemed like he was more let down because he went he he didn't know how to kind of have the conversation because mm-hmm. it's like damn i i kind of look at you as like a prophet but you're letting me down from your beliefs and all this other shit that you're doing but on top of it now i'm concerned in the middle of this conversation because i don't know whether i should be trying to help you yeah or whether i should just be kind of sitting back because this this is it's a new experience for me
0: i mean listen even if even if on a on a regular level I would have a problem if a friend is taking a conversation that's supposed to be A and B and posting it out to everyone. I would have a problem with that. As a friend, your friends should have the safe zone of checking you when you need to be checked Definitely. that's what friends Definitely. are supposed to do good friends are supposed to check you when you while in yeah. and then you utilizing that to further prove a point or to yeah, use no. a message and we don't even know what context for like example when he posted even some of the other texts it was only a portion you don't know the full conversation no. that they had and so that like I get it like I would be pissed off too like yo what the fuck and even even when he called to him to make sure his text didn't go up he mm. still posted the call it's like dog yeah. I per you know I called you so you didn't air this shit out and you still did.
1: I would feel a way about that. I think anybody would feel a way about yeah. that. Especially you know, you when you're growing up a certain way with loyalty and stuff like that, like that's exactly. just something you should know not to do. That's like, the code. Yeah. That's like
0: when Tristan Thompson was always pressured, trying yeah. to throw all the NBA players saying, This is what happens to us. Yeah. Not nah, dog, this yeah. is what happened to you.
1: Yeah, that's, just, that's just terrible. <laughs> they were like, What? Ugh. No, that's not what we do. I still think he's got to come up with better lies. <laughs> like someone's got to help him.
0: No, own up to your shit. You were caught. Yeah. When you caught and it's on video and photos own up to shit. Oh no, your I'm, I'm all for
1: owning up. I'm saying his the lie was just bad. Like you were better off just saying, "Yo, my huh. bad" versus saying, "Yo, they pressured me." <laughs>
0: it's like, you know when the NBA, I was pressured. There's so many vaginas in my faces. Yeah. And I, I just I just couldn't say no. I had to be giving. You know, we ha- we have to show love. We have to show compassion. That's what Kanye's not getting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I can see him doing that. Kanye wanted me to have this vagina. Yo, we're Kanye said we're growing.
0: Kanye said, you know what? We we must we must give love to the enemy <laughs> and to some people that's white women, that's Latina women. And I so, wanted and to I, be different. And I had to show love. We had to had we had dialogue. <laughs> you know, y- y'all didn't see. We had dialogue. <laughs> we had dialogue for the vagina. <laughs> that vagina talked to me real good. We had a great conversation. And I talked bad. <laughs> and I talked bad. <laughs> you know, sometimes conversations and dialogues—you don't have to move your mouth, though. You know oh, that?
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Holy shit. Oh
0: man. Oh, but speaking of the J. Cole thing, did you see the response from was it YBN Cordae?
1: No, what what I miss?
0: Wait, you didn't see that uh, that video? I might have seen it. You definitely saw it. I drank a you lot
1: definitely. Lot <laughs> <laughs> I drank a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Well, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to show you this because I think where is that shit? Who put it in the group chat? yeah we got a group chat. We get so much stuff yeah, in, our so much chat, like, in our group like, chat like, oh my gosh, like but he was the latest r- uh, rapper to respond to J Cole. <laughs> But like he he's in he would be the the quote unquote like kids on drugs that Mm. J Cole was referring to. But well,
1: um, not to uh, to cut you off before you play that though. But I also found interesting that uh, Cole said that he was inspired by all of these up and coming artists, which I was like, oh wow, okay.
0: I mean, it is inspiring. They, they. Uh, they went against the grain they went against like yeah. some of them some of them like look they did not need a label to pop off mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive that they built up enough fan base they got to that point
1: but that's to his point what at what cost
0: oh yeah there's oh of course there's like, a there's a
1: longevity and, and you know what I mean like Cole will forever be um he's transcending to to be like a legacy act like yeah. he if he wanted, oh, yeah. if this was his last album, he could 100 percent still just tore off of his bodies of work.
0: Yo, Joe Jankel's the artist who would make a song. Yo, he could literally just pay someone else to rap his music at a show, and yeah. he now goes and he still be and selling still be, out. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like one that's of those how much. Artists. Like so, this is the.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I posted this. Yeah, you I, yeah. Oh shit, damn! I'm bugging. You know, you know- <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> He's like, "Oh drunk. shit, I was the one."
1: Yeah, I thought that was dope.
0: But I like how he came back with bars. Yeah, that's because
1: that's what I liked about it.
0: YBN, I, the one of the cats from YBN, co- the one that dated, uh, correct, correct you know, yeah. uh, uh what's her face? That just shows you I don't give a shit about none of this stuff. Yeah, but, um, but
1: that's the thing. Um, I, 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 didn't even know the, um. Like, I didn't know that that was a direct response to Cole until I actually listened to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was dope. I, I salute.
0: The one thing that I, I definitely learned, and I've, I've had conversations with artists who are, quote unquote, you know, the trap artists, mm-hmm. the, the kids on drugs and stuff, and or even some of them are not on drugs like that. But some of them, they said that they've had, they can spit bars, but they've had to "Quote unquote, dumb it down yeah. because that's just what the masses is into now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's just how it is. And you I know, I think
1: everyone starts like that though, and maybe not everyone, but the majority of rappers start off trying to be lyrical. I mean, because you, from the culture and, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I I wouldn't put it past a lot of these artists that they." Don't have bars. I just think that it, at points you'll, it'll never be displayed.
0: Bohan said that. Bohan said that about the Higher Brothers. Yeah. how they start. They first started off with like boom bap, mm-hmm. and they build an audience, and then they they switch, and then they got the braids and everything yeah. like that. But it's just like don't get it twisted. Some of these cats can spit. Yeah, it's just they are just Even doing what's marketable. D-
1: designer too. Like if you listen to Designer's recent project, like he, it's not like you can understand him, and he's rapping. Yeah, I wasn't really mad at it. At, at the project. Like, I was like, holy shit, he really yeah. can rap.
0: Also, I think what probably impressed people also was that, uh I, I think he might have done with the Breakfast Club where he broke down like the vowels and what vowels yeah. grabbed the attention. Like, you, you got like, that's why like when a lot of people, you got to give designer way, like more credit than what some people are giving him because yeah, he really... Like for him to really be that focused and to mm-hmm. break down vowels and everything like that, like, and because I've had a, a conversation with certain people and they're like, because of Panda, they're like, oh, well he's gonna be gone and this is that. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I said, designer really f- hones in on certain aspects of his music and yeah. the edit, like he, it's just the way that he thinks is very critical. And the fact that he said that he, Panda focusing on the A for the hook because we focus on vowels, I was like.
1: It's smart. That's smart. I'm I'm one of the people that's guilty of thinking that designer was gonna be out of here only just because of how he was moving. Like
0: well, it, he was quick. And, he was and, a quick
1: and but even outside of that, that, that record was so big. And and nine times out of ten, when you're an artist that comes out with that one big, humongous record, first time out, yeah, if if nothing is not uh, if nothing comes out that's comparable to that or on par with it, yeah. it, it it makes it, it's very difficult to have that one smash and then have another smash and then, like, that's when the real work starts. But yep. that's
0: when you know, like, he knows his shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the the only problem with him is that when he, he came out so quick that he he did not develop that loyal fan base that yeah. can continue pushing, yeah. you know? He didn't, he didn't have that highly engaged group yet because mm-hmm. he came out, he came out, instantly and everyone was a fan, but he just didn't develop that. That was the only that was the only problem. But if he had that highly engaged fan base and that happened, like dog, he ballgame. it would it would have been a little bit of a different ballpark. Yeah. Definitely would have been a different ballpark.
1: Well um I don't know, but six nine and uh they squashed their beef. The quarrel is over.
0: <laughs> the world is once great again. Word. The clouds have removed. The water is calm and still.
1: Yeah, and prior to this uh, show today, I had no idea what happened. So I'm just happy it's over. Well, I'm just happy I, it's over.
0: yeah, I don't really know the full. Does anyone know the full extent of their their um, their beef or their prior brief Because I don't really know too much But I've I, like I saw some with like the Instagram videos going back and forth, and then I really saw some stuff when he, uh, Casanova was on the pull up. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, where that really began. I just know that they were trying to, like, one time we're trying to, like, fight each other or something. Like, yeah. Hands. On,
1: on, yeah it was about? Yeah, the whole shit is so, about 6ix9ine, apparently. Oh. Yeah, but, it, it, yeah. It, 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 the, the whole record, I know that was about him. Yeah,
0: but how did it start? That's what I'm trying to, like, how is it? I never know when B start? I just see them. I'm just like, oh, okay, this person's beefing with this yeah, person. Yeah,
1: I, I normally do, but the, 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 I didn't pay attention, so. So
0: what does this mean, then?
1: Well, i don't know i mean i guess that their friends they were at club lust making it rain on the hose yeah. so I'm dallas i'm 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 assuming that um you know all is well hose
0: matter too
1: yeah they do <laughs> um so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that uh they settled their beef everything is good money do we think that music will be coming from these two no mm. Quite better question do, do you want to hear a casanova and six, Nine collaboration Mm,
0: I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't even really listen. I mean, I, I've listened to the Casanova songs, but I don't really listen to Six Nine songs. There's only one, but that was one that kind of like was really trending. And I only listened to it because I was curious. Yeah. Was it uh, Gummo?
1: Gumb- well, I listened to, Ca- uh, not Casanova, I listened to Ca- Casanova, but um, I listened to Six Nine after the Breakfast Club interview only just because I was curious yeah. to, to hear. And, 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 and like I said, that kid is talented. I, I, he's talented. Say, say what you yeah. want.
0: It's just not my color team. Yeah, That's it's just, all.
1: it's not. But he is talented. I I, oh, get, yeah. I get the uh
0: Yeah, the, he's the
1: wave behind. Yeah,
0: him. he's he's very like even like yo dog. Yo, you PJ <laughs> That noise, bruh. <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't even think about what I was because I was here. <laughs> That's all right, we're joking. It's just PJ is part of the crew. That's all right. We gonna we gonna call people out now and then. Call, we call each other out. Name no name one's name one. safe in our podcast recordings. I don't, I don't no know. one is safe. But yeah, I just think honestly, like, uh, I just I th- I think that's good that they made up. Just because I feel like, especially with the beef with Six star, I feel like there's gonna come a point where it was, it was gonna get out of hand. Yeah. It was just going to get out of hand well, someone it, was going to do something it
1: almost did get out of hand wasn't there like a, sh- a shootout or some shit or uh,
0: yeah i guess something like a, that a, it was
1: already escalating at this p- yeah it was already yeah. escalating at this point it's just a matter of time so i'm happy that uh you know it, it's resolved so that's what's up so um beefs yeah. beefs on beefs dead gotta it. love
0: them gotta hate them
1: basically so. <laughs> all right i mean that's all we got fucking there's no grand exit today. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, let us know what you guys thought about J. Cole's interview, Angie Martinez. Definitely. Let us know like what you learned from it and what you took out away from it. And let us know like what have you taken away from celebrities in their recent interviews? You know, you had the J. Cole one, you have the Kanye one, you even have the Amber Rose one recently, yeah. where she was addressing what was something I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna say the name of it, but look it up. She did an interview recently with this guy who just asked some wild questions. But
1: Yeah, and then she made a statement saying that fucking, uh, meeting Trump, she saw, uh, she was like, well, wow, this is, like, Kanye and a white white man's
0: body. body." I was like, whoa!
1: I was like, wow. (laughs) But I I also, I also take a little bit of that with, uh, with a grain of salt, because they've been throwing jabs at each other back and forth, so I know that that's just a petty squirrel that they keep having, but... Jesus, what a, a yeah. statement to make.
0: That is an intense statement. But even still, there's something that you can learn from everything. That's yeah. I always I will tell people. Word, but so. let us know your thoughts. Leave a comment. Tweet us. Hashtag Grassroots Podcast. Y'all know our usernames, too. Words. Come uh, at us. Uh, grassroots
1: Pod, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, group Me Chat, still forever growing. Uh, mm-hmm. On our and The link for that will be in the YouTube description. And um, it's a good show. Yeah, good show. I gotta, I gotta find other words. I gotta start researching like cool lingo words that people say. I'm trying to get back in slang.
0: Lingo like different slang. Wait, and is stuff? lingo
1: is lingo not a thing either? Like My slang? Idea? Yeah.
0: I feel like, well, no. I feel like maybe lingo is for people who are uncomfortable with saying slang.
1: I gotta get back in these streets. You know, a words away from saying you jive, you jive turkey motherfucker. You ever yeah. See, <laughs> 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 That's from Hollywood Shuffle. Hey, what you know about that? Look at Chris.
0: Oh, yo, Chris is, this is about the culture. Chris
1: be knowing. <laughs> oh man. All right, I'm uh, Brandon Killebichel. I'm
0: Aaron Ashley Simon.
1: And we out. Grass, grass, grass.